You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Yo. You know what I just realized? No. Fucking Lizzo actually slaps because this beat kind of sucks without her flow on it. Well, it's got a hit first. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. So, did you see Lizzo? I saw, I saw Lizzo. I saw all of Lizzo. How did you miss Lizzo at the Lakers game last night? Man? God damn. <laughs> she was giving all of herself. Yeah. If you didn't see Lizzo at the game last night, she had like, I, I, somebody online described it most accurately as uh, she had the full Rikishi going on. You remember Rikishi? Uh, no. From uh, WWF days. Okay. He's like the sumo guy, and his special move was uh, he'd put you in the corner, and then he'd like bump on you with his ass. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he'd wear like a thong cutout. Oh my in the god. Back, so you could like really feel it. Yeah. I saw Lizzo with those Rikishi cheeks last night. Yeah. You Full moon's I mean? coming up tomorrow. <laughs> Shit came early. I wish I had that confidence though. That woman's got confidence. She though. does. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, never yeah. gonna have black woman confidence. I'm I mean, sorry. How could you? You can't. You know? Yeah. That's well, special. I do, I do, I do think Carl Anthony Towns needs to watch out. Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's being hunted right now. Here's here's Lizzo. That booty's on, on, on his way. Cat. Um, I know you live in LA now. You spent some time in Minnesota. Who are you cheering for tonight in this basketball game? Let me tell you something. Both teams are great. I'm personally cheering for number thirty two. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns. Mm-hmm. That's your guy. <laughs> That's my baby. Okay. You know him? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> New man on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yo, Lizzo strictly likes athletes from Minnesota. I feel like that's a very yeah. specific demographic. Well, you saw LeBron right there trying to get Dude, like LeBron his face in LeBron was them. trying to get in, man. I know. LeBron needs to be everywhere, man, but she like straight <laughs> up so didn't needy. give a shit. LeBron's so needy, man. A little bit. He is having a great season, though. Yeah. A great season. I, I saw something he's like, uh, win shares two points better than everybody now or something. LeBron? LeBron. Damn. I know. Okay. I also got specific references that uh, you should quit the show. From, wait, I should? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Because you're bullshit Luka Doncic takes. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're talking shit about Luka Doncic. Yeah. And then the very next game, he comes up and just pays the fucking Lakers. Ready, does, I, I'm not saying he sucks. I never said he what sucks. Are you? I don't think you even know what you're saying. I think you're very confused. No, I know exactly what I'm what saying. What are you saying? I said he's overrated. How can he be overrated in your because second year? Because they're talking about he's a top five like player. I'm saying he's not a top five player. I think player. you're out of your goddamn mind. That's all I'm saying. You're crazy. I know he's good. Who's the talent on the Dallas Mavericks? Who's the what? What is the talent uh, on the Dallas Mavericks? The unicorn? You got Rick Carlisle has been leading that team of bullshit players for like the last four years to like way higher than expected. See, this is how I know Aaron Weaver doesn't know what he's talking about. My man Chris Stapps, who I do like, is in the midst of recovery. Everyone says he's shit. Right now, you know, he's coming back slow by slow. And Rick Carlisle, for the first time uh, since the championship year, no longer. The famous authoritarian Rick Carlisle no longer handles the offense. It's all Luka, which he says when you have special players, you got to give up the keys. You know who got the goddamn keys? Not Aaron Weaver, Luka Doncic. Yeah, you know who's got the keys? The fucking opposing small forward. Because Luka ain't is, playing shit This on is defense. what we call a learning moment. So often in life, and especially... Oh. In this country. As soon what do you know we, about this country? As soon as we stake out a certain claim as our own and we put our ego and our faith in that claim and in that statement and evidence and documentary evidence presents uh, something contrary 
to what we perceive as the truth. No longer are we able as Americans to define what the truth is. You know okay. what I'm saying? You want to and solve I th- this? I, th- I, think Aaron, I think Aaron Weaver is particularly indicative of that for his bullshit take on Luka Doncic. Do you want to solve this right now? what me off is just Aaron Weaver. You just got to admit it. Yo, I was wrong about Luka. He's a generational player, and he is the best player under wasn't. 25. So then how can that guy be overrated? Okay, so you want to solve this right now? Sean. No, I don't want to enter Do you want to solve this with science? Oh, you're scared. Now he's scared. Now he's scared. Scared of what? Solve it. Science? Science. What do you know about science? Okay. Name me five players that uh, Luka Doncic is better than. Name me in the name of science. In the name of science. Name me the top five players in the NBA. Who in this building has crystals in their car to emanate energies? Probably most people. In this building, we live in LA. Specifically in this room, who? Oh, of course I do. Of course you do. Yeah, that's that's just that's just logical. Go ahead, continue with the point about science. Name me your top five players. Top five in the NBA right now. Right now, whether include Katie's included, all those people injured, include them all. Here they are: Malcolm Brogdon, Victor (laughs) Oladipo, T.J. Warren, Domitas Sabonis, and my guy Miles Turner, and sixth man Lizzo. See. When the truth is confronted with you, look what you do. You make up some bullshit. All right. Which, which players would I start a franchise with right now? That's not the question. Well, how is that not the question? The top five players in this moment in the NBA. Um, the best five players okay. that are playing Let's do in that. the NBA. I think, I think this season. Uh, this no, season. No. Well, now see. Now, okay, so not in the future. Not in this season. So what are your parameters? That are a part of the NBA this season. Maybe they're not playing. Maybe they're hurt. But like the top five sounds, NBA players. It sounds rather vague, just like the promises for essential oils and crystals. Well, you know what sounds vague? <laughs> Your lack of an answer. So what do you want? So, top five players in the NBA. Right now. That are part of the NBA. This season. Just in general. Why is that so this, difficult for you to answer? Why, in general, this season. All right, let's do general. this season. Go ahead. Okay. Um, let's forget about Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Who are better than Luka Doncic? Um, well, you know, maybe, maybe. Uh, I think if you put Kevin Durant on the Mavericks last year, I think it's very arguable they wouldn't have the record that they do now. Um, same with Steph, actually. Even though I do love Steph, uh, da, 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 da. I would say LeBron, Giannis, Harden. Mm. Kawhi, not really. Not really. He hasn't played enough. He hasn't been there enough. Um, I'm talking talent. I'm talking playoffs right uh, now. Luca, and then. Um, so that's four. Or are you including Kawhi? I don't know if I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of agnostic on Kawhi right now. You know, I think there's a good chance with Kawhi that. So you're saying Luka Doncic is better than Kawhi Leonard right now? Yeah, this season for sure. Oh, you're insane. For sure. You're insane. 100%. No way. 100%. He just led a team to the title. His first year there. Yo, bro, did you say this he season will shut or did you down, say last season? Shut down, Luca. Did you Luka. say this season He's or last season? He's the same season? player. You just said I'm not last talking about, season. I'm not talking about did you say regular, last season? regular season. All right, chill out, Stephen A. You know, you're just wrong about Luca, bro. He's definitely top five. He's you're, a top you're five NBA this player question. Right you're better than Anthony I Davis. I just answered it. He's better than Anthony Davis. Okay, I put I put AD at the five. I put AD round in there. LeBron so he's better than AD. Kawhi. LeBron and AD. This season, yeah, for sure. 
Out of your mind. 100%. Bro. Out of your mind. 100%. The, if the playoffs started 100%. right now. In fact, if, if the playoffs started right now. If I could start, if I if I just had one player on a team, like just one player on a team, I have a franchise, one player on a team, not even in the future. In the future, 100% yes. If I just had one player on a team this year, just one player, I would rather have Luka than Kawhi. Oh, you're insane. 100%. Insane. 100%. For regular season wins, maybe, because he's – I, I don't think I don't think I don't. But if think you, you want to win the title, I don't it's think you're gonna. Hundred percent. I, I think there's a good chance you may not make the playoffs if Kawhi's there. Oh, you're insane. You know what I mean? Because he's not. He may not play. And I think there's also, you know, there's a great danger with Kawhi, and that is, you don't really know how healthy Kawhi is. You know, I think Kawhi's amazing. I think when he's there and healthy, he's he's the best player in the game probably but you don't know how healthy anybody is but no with Kawhi it's different right because yeah. this 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 thing that they're reporting like this thing the reason the NBA came out and said yo this is all right to see him is because it's considered to be like a chronic condition you know and if you look at him even at the end of the playoffs he was limping through the entire playoffs Kawhi may be a player for the rest of his career that you're not gonna get more than 40 to 50 games from so I don't really know how you measure that against like an entire season, Man. you know. Limpy Kawhi is better than Luka Doncic. I don't know about that. I, I think I think you haven't watched Doncic play in two years. Luka might pass. How much? Him. How many? How many times have you watched Doncic play? Have I've watched him like four or five times. You watch. You watch. You sat down and you watched Doncic. Yeah, he doesn't play defense. He's great on offense. No, no, no. He's uh, the Mavs are an improving defensive team and great on offense. He's he's preternatural on offense. He's fucking. Uh, Mozart showing up uh, to the Habsburgs when he's three years old and entertaining the fucking uh, king and queen on the fucking little piano or whatever. You know, he's he's preternatural so much to the point that the Mavericks have the highest rated offense uh, through the history of the league. The history of the league, the Mavs have the highest rated offense through through 20 games through a quarter of the season. They did. And that's solely because of one person. That's Luka Doncic. So I'm just saying, here's my point. This extended intro, I wanted to boil down to one singular point. A crystal, perhaps, that you could say, Aaron Weaver. And that's that people don't necessarily uh, are able to admit when they're wrong anymore. We, we just can't, we can't do it. So I know, it's very hard for you. It's very hard for you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck just you. do it. <laughs> Malcolm but so, so, so when So what is your, what's your thing with Luca? You're saying you're mad at him because he's not I'm not mad player. at him at all. I think he's very good. I'm You're just saying he's, he's not, not there yet. You're out he's of not top five yet. You're out of your goddamn mind. No, he's amazing. He's just not top five yet. Is he top ten? Of course. <laughs> so then what? You're saying he's overrated by three spots? Yeah, if you're saying he's better than Kawhi Leonard, you're out of your mind. Would you say that's quibbling, Aaron Weaver? No, I wouldn't. To be like, yo, he's overrated. How good do you think he is? He's not top five yet, but he's top eight. Overrated. Do you see how stupid you sound? No, that's not that's stupid, stupid at all. No. That's dumb. No, you're dumb. You sound dumb. You want to just say we're dumb for the rest of the show? You're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. Okay, you're dumb. The reason you're dumb, though, uh, moving on, is is this, okay? So. Mavs are third in scoring, by the way. We live we live in an age of uh, the post-scandal age. We're no longer capable of scandal anymore. Scandal. There is no more truth. Uh, you know, ignorance is knowledge, war is peace, all that bullshit, right? And all of that, I think, has been exposed again with none other than the New England motherfucking Cam Cam model fucking Patriots once again being caught in a scandal, this time involving the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. We're moving on, dude. 
We're moving on. You're still you're still stuck in it. What are you looking at? Um, I'm looking for a therapist for you. <laughs> help you out. See the truth. Look for one that gives only essential oils and crystals and shit. Dude, like that. anything that's gonna help you. And therapy isn't <laughs> see the truth. Therapy isn't technically a science. You know? Therapy. It's not. Psychotherapy isn't a science. Anyways, moving on. Um, Did the Patriots cheat again, Aaron Weaver? And do you even know what happened? Are you aware? No, tell me and the rest of the world. I shall tell you what happened. The NFL is investigating footage confiscated from a Patriots staffer who was seen filming the field area from the press box during Sunday's Browns-Bengals game. Uh, The Patriots, who are just magically, what a fucking coincidence, are uh, playing the Bengals this week. They said uh, that they were not recording the coaches as expected, but they say they were shooting background footage for a video about day-to-day work for their advanced scouting department, okay? Um, What they don't tell you about that is they have eight minutes of unedited footage solely taped on the Bengals' sideline, you know? So this is the Bengals running plays and the Patriots taping them. The Bengals running plays and the Patriots taping them, which sounds oh, like man. which sounds like what? Sounds like cheating. And it sounds like the exact same shit they did before. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to put motherfuckers in jail. That's what I'm telling you. Okay? Cuz time we to go live, to jail. We get locked up. We live now in a time it's a felony where it's like where corruption is back home in the American heart. And what I mean by that is is we're no longer capable of of punishing um, systemic corruption and abuse, kind of like we were at, at different points in the past. We're almost now like you know how the mafia just used to be able to rig people and get away with shit all the time. Yeah, you th- Shout think that Irishman. stopped at some point? I paint houses. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it moved over to politics. Politicians have been doing that. Look, there's always an acceptable amount of corruption. You know, like every cereal box that you have has a certain amount of insect eggs in it that it's just going to be there. You can't get rid of it. Well, yeah, but that's not like... You know, but when you get to mafia levels of corruption where it's like, where it's like you can't even run garbage without, you know, contracts, you know, where everything at every level can be corrupted and and just pushed over. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, Like the mafia was doing. Um, we've reached that point with white collar crime, you know, and I think whether it's 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 like the Patriots or shit that you see going on in D.C., there's a certain um, we've reached the point again where where power is able to completely evade any type of justice in the legal system. And I think that's also indicative of what you saw in the financial crisis in 2008. You're saying Bill Belichick's the Bernie Madoff of uh, sports? Yeah, and I was saying unless you put motherfuckers in jail, unless there's actual real consequences, I guarantee you. are not going to put anyone in jail. If bankers went to jail in 2008, it would deter them from doing that shit again. You know, but it's happening again with, with subprime, with car loans and shit. But that's not, that's not my point, like, in and of itself. What I'm just saying is we no longer... Um, fight obvious corruption. We like kind of like you know how like the Soviet Politburo would just give its truth and everyone would be like, yeah, 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 that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Da 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 da. We now kind of live in that kind of system. You Do know? you think it's because the NFL wants a hero slash enemy at the top, and the what Patriots are that team? They've been that team. They don't want to take away their tactics because then who's who's the Golden State Warriors? Yo, who's the thing? No, I'm saying okay, just the same way that people needed to go to jail. 
for the financial crisis in 08, the Patriots, for their myriad uh, lapses in judgment and their systemic fucking corruption, like something serious needs to happen, and it's not going to happen. Well, I'm saying and when I say serious, I mean like something kind of on the par with what happened to SMU in the 80s. With They got given the death penalty, the SMU uh, football program. They got given what's called the death penalty. And they weren't like allowed to operate the football program. I'm not saying you can go to that extent with an NFL franchise. Obviously, there's too much money involved. But now we're reaching the point where, you know, you asked me that question about the NFL. And a lot of people say the NFL persecutes the Patriots. But that's not actually the case. I right. think I think the NFL protects the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. You know? That's what I'm saying. They have a, a vested interest in protecting them because they Absolutely. are the top dog. Absolutely. So it's you, entertaining when people play the Patriots. They want to see them get toppled or they're just rooting against them. For sure. For yeah. Sure. So they don't want to ruin them. So if you go back to the original Spygate scandal, which involved the Super Bowl, which involved Patriot staffers taping uh, the Rams practices before the Super Bowl and Marshall Fox saying these motherfuckers knew what we were going to do. It absolutely had an impact on the fucking game. Wow. You know, what I mean? and that's the Super Bowl. So what did the Patri- what did the NFL do? When they uh, expose this whole operation, they go in, they find all the tapes, they burn all of them. They destroy all of the tapes, of which there were many, dude. Of which there were many. That's mm. like the NFL mm. Epstein files. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn. You know Gina. the Epstein files somewhere? It's the footage somewhere around the world yeah. of the footage in Epstein's house. Yeah, I bet Rob Kraft's in there. <laughs> I bet Rob Kraft is in there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wearing like a Patriots jacket. Yeah. Shit. You know? I think I think you know that was I think if that ever would have gotten out that footage it would have like not destroyed the NFL but it would have been like a quiz show 1950s type level scandal in the NFL and they destroyed that shit they get they took away a first round draft pick and here we are again like oh, hear me out here okay so you have 8 minutes let me go through this real quick so here's here's reasons why the Patriots might be guilty of cheating. Okay, a source told ESPN a Bengals employee was watching the videographer cameraman who identified himself as a Robert Kraft employee. The Bengals employee kept an eye on that monitor, and the shot was of the Bengals coaches and staffs on the sidelines for the entire first quarter. So their whole fucking thing is they're they're making some puff piece about a Patriots pro scout. Like here's a day in its life. You know what I mean? Here's he's doing this and this. That shouldn't involve. Like ten minutes of filming, uh, just strictly on the coaches. Why the would set. you let that guy in? How does that work? Yeah, it's right. Just, oh yeah, fine. Go ahead, opposing team. <laughs> I mean, but it's the bang. It's the Bengals. You said. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, why yeah. the fuck does that matter? Well, it's it's like it's like it's they're, like they're the worst team ever. It's like okay, it's the same thing. Let's go back to Watergate. Okay, why Watergate? Richard Nixon was going to run against George McGovern. He was up fucking eighteen points on McGovern. McGovern. A nominated vice president who had been in the loony bin, you know, and pre then nobody knew about it. And when it came out, it sank his campaign. Nixon had no reason to fear McGovern, but he was still breaking into his office and get his shit. At a certain point, you were just so corrupt, you don't even see it as cheating. It's just part of your your MO, your modus operandi. Are they playing the Bengals? And what's what I'm saying? Nixon's ass got slapped, and that helped America kind of retain a system of of non criminality for some time. You know? But now we're back to it again. What, what were you saying? Are they uh, playing the Bengals next week? Or they're magically playing the Bengals? Oh this week. shit! Just magically well, how, playing the okay, Bengals this okay, week. Okay, that's fucked up on the Patriots part. But what are the Bengals doing? Just like, yeah, come on in with your camera, <laughs> fucking Patriots. Okay, so that's actually that's actually really interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, okay. So this is actually 
this would be this would be interesting in like in like a in a movie or if you did it on a show the right way. Okay, so just not ballers because that's the shittiest show I've ever seen in my life. Okay, more on Pat's Bengals. Okay, so the Patriots videographer set his tripod up right in front of the Bengal scouts in the Cleveland press box. So one of them flagged it to another staffer who took it to a league official on hand. The NFL official then took the Pat's video guys SD cards. Okay. Ooh, okay. So it got real in the in the booth. Nice. So you say what they did? They were on it actually. Okay. They were on their shit. They were ready for this bullshit. Okay. But can you just walk in with a camera in the first place? Like, can we do that? I, if we have craft productions on the back wow. of our of our back of our fucking windbreakers. Okay. So when the <laughs> this is what I call consciousness of guilt. Okay. When the videographer slash cameraman was confronted and interviewed by Bengals NFL security, he asked if they could just delete the footage and it all be forgotten. Wow. Trying to take that cyanide pill. The f- <laughs> <laughs> it ain't working, dog. We already got you alive. Yeah, he was like a Nazi in, in the Nuremberg present. Just, yo, those tooth cyanide Ugh. pills confuse me. You know what I mean? I'd be scared that shit was going to break in my exactly. mouth. Exactly. Yeah, I don't get it. Exactly. I, I just recently read... The first dude on a spacewalk, I think it was Yuri Gagarin or Alexei Leonov. It was Alexei Leonov. Uh, he had a suicide capsule in his thing in case something went wrong on a spacewalk so he could Whoa. give himself a quick death. Wow. And actually, you know, his suit started inflating, right? And they couldn't mm-hmm. fit him back into the capsule. They had to, like, puncture the suit and let out pressure to get him back in the fucking oh, thing. Oh, shit. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So, yeah. So, he he was suicide-pilled up. He's like, yo, can we just forget this shit? Can we just let it go? Damn. Yeah. Um, in a statement, the Patriots admitted the production crew inappropriately filmed the field from the press box. Mm-mm. Okay? The incident occurred a week before New England was scheduled to play Cincinnati, which has a first-year coach in Zach Taylor, okay? Now, why would it be, why would you really want to tape a first-year coach? This is from, um, I don't know what her name is on ESPN, at Diana.ESPN. Most play calls are radioed in. This is a tweet. Some aren't. There are advantages to filming a sideline of a first-year head coach and first-year defensive coordinator. Radio and signaling work in concert. So the base play will come through the headset. Adjustments will be made by signaling. Okay. okay. So translate that, please. So what's that? What is that? What that is basically saying is that when you're a first year head coach, like all your shit isn't known, your patterns aren't known and stuff. So there's an there's a gained added advantage by knowing what a first year coach's signals are. It mm. gives you it gives you that much more insight into it. Okay. okay. So uh, while the Browns approved credentials for the video crew. The Patriots failed to notify the NFL and the Bengals for their intention to gain footage in Cleveland. And these specific allegations strike a bearing, uh, a striking resemblance to the 07 Spygate scandal for which the Patriots were punished. Um, okay, so this is interesting. So this following quote is from a 2015 ESPN investigative piece that breaks down the measures New England took to filming uh, opponent signals in place. Okay, this to me... 
like they had a list of excuses ready in case they got caught. So this is what they said to tell their cameraman. Okay, the Patriots videographers were told to look like media members, to tape over their team logos, to turn their sweatshirts inside out, to wear credentials that said Patriots TV Craft Productions. The videographers were also provided with excuses for what to tell NFL security if asked what they were doing. Tell them you're filming the quarterbacks or the kickers or footage for a team show. Wow. Which is exactly uh, the bullshit excuse that these motherfuckers used last time. You know what I mean? Wow. I mean, that's pretty, that's so obvious. It is so obvious. But what do we do? We live in a post scandal age where there is no Mm. accountability. Even the media is carrying in this same article where all these facts are laid out bare and clear that any thinking and discerning adult individual could clearly see these motherfuckers are cheating. You know what I mean? Um, what do they say? Uh, da, 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 They say, according to the Washington Post, um, severe punishments are not expected as a result of the NFL's investigation, which suggests the league and it's reviewed the footage has not seen anything that resembles cheating. Okay? Can you believe that shit? And then he says, while the Patriots admitted the crew inappropriately filmed the field from the press box, they said there was no intention of using footage for any other purpose, you know? So, like, this article is still framing it as the Patriots cheating being, like, some kind of conspiracy theory, you know? Wow, man. And that fucking pisses me off. They're shaking down the NFL right now. Nah, it's just like, bro, everything has an opposing thing to it so even when something is obviously a scandal we can't even call it out as a fucking scandal anymore and and nothing's mm-hmm. gonna happen there'll be there'll be no punishments there'll be nothing when in in essence they've continued the exact same operations wow. since 07 in which they i still think to this day illegally won that super bowl bill belichick may be the greatest defensive coach of all time maybe year in and year out despite changing schemes despite changing personnel he's the greatest defensive coach of all time or maybe just maybe this man who has been involved with multiple videotaping scandals knows the exact signals and plays of other teams in many of the scenarios mm. in which he fucking plays. And meanwhile, Antonio Brown has a couple <laughs> sexual <laughs> misconduct <laughs> allegations. Just a few. And he's the worst guy. Just five or he six. He doesn't deserve to play for the Just Patriots. Just six or seven. <laughs> yeah. You know? But it's like, it's like, it's like you know in Tecmo Bowl when you would pick the exact defensive play? And then your team would just go in like gangbusters. Like if you pick, if you pick the correlating defensive play to the offensive play, like obviously you're gonna win. And like if you ever played with a little brother, you could sneak over and see what he was picking. Yeah, that's what's happening. And you didn't win because you were better at technical. You won because you were just better at cheating, better and your little brother was dumb, and you could get away with it because you could kick his ass. Damn, dude. These teams are going to have to evolve and get better at cheating than the Patriots. Yeah. Maybe that's the new game. Yeah, we're becoming – the NFL is just going to become cycling. Everyone just should Shit. fucking out-cheat each other. You know? But I think we've reached a point again where it's in every single league. It's in every single league in this post. Name me – what are the three major leagues? Uh, NFL, NBA, MLB. Okay, MLB. What is going on in the MLB now? Right now? Tw- uh, 2017 Houston Astros – uh, caught for stealing signals. Oh. If you aren't aware of this, so basically what they did, they had a camera, they had a guy set up in the dugout, okay? Not in the dugout, but whatever, behind the, uh, uh, what are they called, the little thing that they go in? The, I don't know. Dugout. Yeah, the dugout. Yeah, it's the dugout. It's a fucking dugout. 
Yeah, dude. I don't don't doubt yourself. Yeah, Stop I shouldn't doubt my, yourself. I shouldn't doubt myself, Fucking man. Pussy. Yeah, I need to have the confidence of Lizzo. Some Lizzo confidence. I know, you know man. I mean? Shit. I'm just gonna take my ass cheeks out right now. I got no, some. I got some Rikishi flaps. Nah, All right, keep those in. <laughs> so basically, what they were doing, they were in the dugout, and the guy had a trash can and a stick. Okay, and he had a video camera set on the guy's signals, uh, on the on the catcher's pitching signals or whatever. Okay. And if it was like a certain pitch, he'd bang the trash can uh, wow. a certain number of times before the pitch came out. And this was in 017 when they won the World Series. This was in during the World Series? This was that entire fucking year. Wow. That entire throughout the playoffs against crazy. against the Rays against, you know, everybody. Um and the guy who got called out on and and, and who knows if anything's going to happen from this, you know, if anything will ever happen from it. I doubt it. But uh, the guy who exposed all all this shit is this guy called Brian Fears. Um, you know, and this is kind of the culture that you have. It hasn't come out. Uh, one player called him heroic, taking big nuts to the bullshit on people that stand there um, and call bullshit. Another former Astro called him a freaking punk ass bitch. <laughs> Mike Fires, give back your ring and your World Series share. You know, another says, oh, OK, so he's a whistleblower. From, he's a whistleblower, bro. And it's like the dudes who tell the truth these days are like a bad guys. Some Daniel Ellsberg oh, shit, bro. They're only you the know? bad guys to the fucking Astros, though. I don't know. And like, to the MLB. You think like, the MLB like Edward wants Snowden. that coming out? Snowden? I don't like Edward Snowden. Oh, no, not as a person. He's actually insufferable. Like when he talks, it's like, oh, my God, shut up. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But what do you say? But like we appreciate him as no, for what he did. You don't appreciate it? Zero. Zero. Wow. Zero. Oh, oh, this guy. Oh, he's all for the freedom of uh, Americans. He's exposing uh, corrupt practices by Americans. So then where is he going to go? Oh, yeah. Let me go to fucking uh, Russia, who doesn't have any, uh, any uh, you know, any spying on their fucking citizens. Yeah, that makes a lot well, of he's sense. He's going there to not get extradited. He should have gone through the whistleblower process. No. Why? You got to get out. They're probably going to like torture him and kill him. There was a legal process through which Edward Snowden could have gone through. It just strikes me as a massive, massive coincidence that Edward Snowden is not only buddies with Julian Assange, his direct actions took benefit of the Russian uh, or benefit of the Russian government. That's just a massive fucking coincidence. I don't think I don't think Edward Snowden is that good of a guy, particularly. You know what I mean? I don't know if he's a good guy. No, I'm not saying. And I, that. And I don't think I'm just saying what he did was like what a did service. He do? What did he do? He uh, exposed the lies and the corruption in the government. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyways, moving on. But we live in like uh, this post-scandal thing. So you mentioned uh, the Astros. So MLB, champions, cheating, right? Cheaters. NFL, champions, cheaters. Okay. Okay. NBA. We just had a movie come out based on the life of who? Tim fucking Donaghy. Which to me mm. is the most... Undercovered sports century of the millennium. Yeah, that's a you know huge I mean? story that we don't talk about enough. Well, let's let's go back and just see. Tim Donaghy was an NFL ref. What did he accuse um, the NBA of doing? Here's here's what he said. This is from the Wikipedia article. Uh, June 08, uh, Donaghy's attorney filed a court document alleging, among other things, that Game 6 of the 0-2 Western Conference between the Lakers and Sacramento Kings were fixed by two referees. What else stands out about the Lakers and Kings in 0-2? Before any of this came out, remember, these are allegations made in 08. Everybody, the second after the game was over, was like, yo, that shit was fixed. 
Yeah. You know, everybody said that. Shit. Yeah. It was that ridiculous. game was one of the most ridiculous. I, you felt like you were watching like pro wrestling. I'm surprised Vince McMahon didn't come out. I'm surprised Rikishi didn't come out there and start flapping some butt cheeks, right? And he said, between uh, the Lakers and the Kings, the letter states that Donaghy learned from referee A uh, that referees A and F, because uh, it's like, you know, a court document. They put these people in like a client number one for Trump. Uh, referees A and F wanted to send the series to seven games. Tim knew referees A and F to be, quote unquote, company men, always acting in the interest of the NBA. And that night, it was in the NBA's interest to add another game to the series. The Lakers won game six, attempting 18 more free throws mm. than the Kings. Not in the game, in the fourth fucking quarter. Oh, my God. And went on to win the 0-2 NBA Finals. Thanks. We should have played the Kings that year. Uh, the teams were not named, but the Western Conference Finals was the only seven-game series that year. The document claimed that Donaghy told federal agents that to increase television ratings and ticket sales, top exec executives of the NBA sought to manipulate games using referees. It also said that NBA officials would tell referees to not call technical fouls on certain players and states that a referee was privately reprimanded by the league for ejecting a star player in the first quarter of a January 2000 game. Stern uh, denied the accusations, calling Donaghy a singing cooperating witness. Is that like is that like a criticism or as much as like an accurate statement? A singing cooperating witness. That reminds me of like what mob bosses say. When like mm. somebody comes out against them, yeah, he's a rat. He's a rat. He's a Dirty fucking rat. rat. He's I don't a know. Rat. I think it's kind of sweet though. I mean, the NBA is cheating to improve our entertainment. You know, like, <laughs> but it doesn't nice. improve it. I know. I, I mean, I, it, I, I appreciate. We, we do want to see the best team win. You yeah. know, that's how it should be. But it's like when your parents tell you about Santa Claus, you just feel better about the world. Is that what you're saying? The NBA is <sighs> looking out for us. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what? Ignorance is bliss. We got a game seven. Exactly. It's exciting. Again, we live in a post-scandal world where we're no longer uh, able to identify big scandals because they're just too big to nail down. Um, but what did, what did David Stern say his ideal ideal uh, finals was? Do you remember that? I don't remember. He said Lakers versus Lakers. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. You know? Yeah. And anybody who lived through the Stern era in the 90s knows that there's just – Incidents where you were watching playoff games where shit just didn't yeah. make sense, dude. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. Um, so you have that, right? Um, blah, 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 blah. In addition, Donaghy says that the NBA is still manipulating games. I believe they're manipulating by the league for certain reasons. They sit there and program and train refs on the games, concentrate on certain things, and it always goes down uh, in favor of those teams that are down in the series uh, to advance it to a five or six or seventh game. You know, which, I mean, it just, it just fucking makes sense. It just makes sense. You know what I mean? Especially uh, when you look at Donaghy's betting patterns and the games that he was in. Like, it's proven that he was he was doing this shit. So, I don't know. It's just, it's just I see this Patriots thing, and it makes me very frustrated. That is very frustrating. We're just, you know, yeah. we're the little guys. That's the 1%. we got no power. But, bro, this country shouldn't be like that. It's one thing, you know, in India, this shit happens all the time. You know, but in this country, there's supposed to be recourse for this type of systemic uh, corruption. And, you know, I think instead of living in a world where we can kind of tackle these scandals and become a more equitable society, because I believe sports are indicative of, you know, uh, larger symptoms in society, right? Instead of being able to tackle these things and be like, let's look at these basic facts on the ground. They're obfuscated by money and structural power. But what yeah. does take place of those? Conspiracy theories that are bullshit, which people actually do believe, and which, like, 
gain a large footing. If you don't uh, believe me, just look at what the fuck is in the White House right now. I'm surprised Alex Jones isn't the fucking press secretary. Um, and and you see that in sports too. Do you know who's blowing up right now in the sports community? No. Larry Johnson, former Kansas City Chiefs star running back and uh, one of your conspiracy hosts du jour of the era. Beautiful. He recently accused um, Dwayne Wade of sacrificing his son in a Masonic ritual. What? Yeah. <laughs> so he posts his fiddle of Michelle Obama, Steve Harvey, Pitbull, and like Justin Trudeau, and they're just holding their hands and they're vaguely in like a diamond or something. And oh, I do says, that shit all the time. Bro, you're in the Illuminati, dog. Well, you didn't even know I it. I am. I'll tell you right now. You didn't even know it. He goes, I didn't see what the issue with the Wade's photo was all about. His Twitter avi is him symbolically standing with his hands in a pyramid. Freemasons believe in sacrificing children or their child to the doctrines of demons doing what he's told for worldly wealth. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? You know? Damn, him and Kyrie should hang out. Him and Kyrie should hang out. Uh, and his Twitter feed is even fucking... If you want, like, a good laugh, just go through Larry Johnson's Twitter feed. Here's one of his retweets. You better wake up, world. Prince Harry meets Flotus. Deliberately sets Luciferian hand symbolism for photo op. You can deny what you are looking at. The one world order people are ill. They are evil. The rumors are true. Judge for yourself. Like, why... If there's an evil Illuminati, why are they so into, like, making hand signs wherever they go? Yeah. Like, why is the, Illumin uh, the Illuminati... King of the Illuminati... Okay, you know Jay-Z's new music video... Make sure it's got a lot of goat heads and pyramids in it. You know what? Otherwise, people won't know our power. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but you can understand it in a world where there's so much scandal. You don't know what's what. Like, you can make I'm gonna leaps. Say it, I mean, I think this is extreme, obviously. I'm going to say it once. I'm going to say it again. The mainstream media does a pretty good job on the whole, okay? If you want to know a correct, an assemblage of the truth, okay? You can you can read a mix of conservative and liberal, whatever your fucking thing is, but just read people who have actually, you know, journalistic standards. And those but are But that's getting less and less. Less it's and less worse. Because this stuff is offsetting. I, I disagree. Well, that and I dis like clickbait, you know Well, this is what I'm telling you. Read newspapers, okay? Read a mix of good news, read a mix of liberal newspapers, conservative newspapers. Read the Washington uh Post and the Wall Street Journal. Okay? Read both of them, okay? And then you don't need to watch 24-hour news. If you want to watch news, uh, you just got to watch the evening news like your fucking grandparents did, okay? Don't, what people don't understand about mainstream media is there's there's like a rule of ethics in there, kind of like, like passing a bar exam. There's as many rules as being a lawyer, and I wish they almost had like a federation, like you had to pass a bar exam or something. I don't think people have an understanding of what journalism is. And now we have this a la carte journalism where you just kind of pick what you want to see and it reinforces your opinion. The reason that newspapers and the evening news is important is because that's curated information. You know what I mean? It's, it's not programmed to your biases. It's programmed to the information out there in the world. Right. I mean, you might be right, but people are reading that shit less and less. I, Twitter I is now are. the main news source. But that's what I'm saying is one of the reasons that why we see this uh, incapability to reach a kind of mono truth. You know, we used to revolve around a, a, uh, an agreed assemblage of facts, and that's just almost not possible anymore. I know, but I think people, when you have a mono truth, 
you can also have mono lies. You feel me? <laughs> sure. So. Go ahead. But I think I think if you have that calm of truth, it's easier to distinguish where those lies may be. Whereas now you can just you can just flood. I can introduce a lie into the public bloodstream, or I can introduce. Let's say I'm trying to get away with something, and here's my scandal, and and let's say that gets out into the public bloodstream. I can now manipulate the forces of media through uh, through paid advertising, through social media manipulation, um, to flood yeah. to flood the public bloodstream with disinformation. Yeah. To to hide that particular scandal or whatever, you know, um, and I just think I think it was almost better when we had trusted you know the what's what is called the mainstream media which doesn't even exist anymore in the mainstream media is, is yeah great. i mean like maybe that was better than what now has like yeah but i bad. just think i think you know whether it's it's this you see the way espn reports what one 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 thing i think the mainstream media does 90 percent a good job but one thing they miss are big obvious stories big obvious scandals that are so huge it's kind of it's paradigm shifting you know what i mean which would be like the Iraq war in, in for instance, um, in 01 and 02. That mm-hmm. story was so big that they weren't capable of seeing it as false, right? Uh, that there was, you know, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq or whatever. So they do, there's a blind spot inside of a kind of paradigm shifting stories. But it's just to the point now where we're not able to even identify corruption long enough to actually do something about it. Yeah, or have the attention span to even pay attention to one story for yeah too long. It just it just goes on. And as as an NBA fan, as an avid NBA fan, I just think that's fucking sad, bro. You know what I mean? And uh, I think there's certain steps we can take, you know. And one of them is is referee reviews. I think referee reviews have been Don't long we do that? have been long overdue in the NBA. This is the first year that it's happened. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of the review system so far in the NBA? Are you talking about the, the the flag, the challenges and stuff? The challenges, yeah. I like it. I like the option to have it. Um, I don't like the review so much because like the end of a game can get even longer. It, they're already so long with the fouls and the timeouts. And yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. just like, fuck, bro. But I do like the coach's challenge. I like that because they should have some power, especially if it's a you know cheating referee. Yeah. Give some power back to the teams. Uh, no, I agree. I think it's kind of stupid because, you know, if you watch NBA on ESPN and you watch these ESPN dumbass shows uh, and and they bring up these referee shit, like what they always say is, oh, it's terrible. Oh, it makes the game longer. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. it's uh, we got to watch a commercial break. This is terrible. The referee reviews. You have to have the referee reviews. One thing like can the refs run over to the TV? Instead of walk and then wait 15 seconds while the TV comes on, like I think we can streamline this whole situation. I am so happy you brought that up. I think we have to completely change the way that we referee games. Mm. It should be a top-down approach that is that is centered in Secaucus. You Dude. know what I mean? Oh, wow. We agree on something. <laughs> yeah. There should be people that have seen the video before the refs even get to the fucking tape. But I'm saying even deeper than that. The the referees that are there in person should just be a conduit of the league office, okay? Because it's a very archaic way of refereeing games. You're running up and down 
trying to look and see angles when we literally have video angles of everything. There can be much in the same way we have air traffic controllers. Like the set, if you don't know now, the way that the review works is if there's a review, it signals back to the league office in Secaucus, New Jersey. There's a whole bunch of guys sitting in there like they're at a, uh, like a, at a flight command center in the radar at the fucking airport or whatever, right? Mm. So then they go da 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 da, and they go down and they go in, in uh, conjunction and they make a decision, okay? But what should happen is essentially the league should be refereeing the games using all the video angles that they have ah, in real time. That's in real that's time. So hard. It's so it's you not, don't you can't hear you can't in in real time. I'm not saying strip those people of that, but I'm saying they can't they don't have as many angles as we do at home. We know right away when a ref is right or wrong because we can see it. All I'm saying but is we you don't can know do right that. Away. You can do that instantaneously. We don't know right away. We know when we see the replay. Right, but you know when be you see. Very hard listen, to do it right away in the you moment. Know, you know when you see the replay because you're getting it through that feed. These guys are sitting at monitors. They have multiple feeds of every game they're watching already. You know, so you take you take the refereeing and you decentralize it, so to speak. I'm not saying get rid of the refs. But yeah. you systemize it, you take it out of the personal hands of the referee, and you make it more objective using the myriad, uh, you know, quantities of fucking technology we have these days. I agree in theory. And you can, you can even incorporate AI systems into doing that. Uh, I, I just don't see how it's going to be pulled off. Like if, okay. if someone's going up for a shot in the moment and someone gets grazed on the hand, like how are you going to see that from first take shot that's I mean camera. you need you need you need guys on the court obviously I'm not yeah. saying you don't need that but again if you're you have two or three well, how many refs three refs three. one baseline one on the other side one on the back right ready yeah. to shift the action so you're telling me the referee on the court who's obstructed by many different angles has a better view than a guy who's sitting with four different views of the same play as it's happening. No, not necessarily, not in every case, but like in it, every case, the guy sitting in the chair and 98.999% of the cases. Yeah, but he only view. has one camera angle to look at. No, he does not just have one in the camera. moment. How you can't think, watch multiple how do you screens think, at how do you the think, same time. How do you think TV production works? You, you only get one, one angle. You think there's one at, angle. You can only watch one angle at one time. Right. But I'm saying they work in conjunction with each other. So you want to have like 12 people in a room watching. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I just still don't think you can do it in the I think, moment. I, I think, think they need to be there. Like if it's wrong. a controversial call, you're they're wrong. immediately ready with the answer. You're wrong. That's the review. They're immediately ready. I think I think you're wrong about that. In fact, let, let me let me let me let's say we were able to replace a physical referee with a robot. This is just a thought exercise, okay? Yeah. This is just a thought exercise. You're telling me that they wouldn't be able to instantaneously call through that robot files in real time using camera technology. I think that's silly. I just think there's some element of, like a human element that uh, there's gray area and you have to use judgment and you have to use all your instincts and your senses I think that moment? I think that gray area is actually a very small uh, percentage of the calls you see on a daily basis. That. I think that for sure, hundred percent. You know, I think it would eliminate a lot of the ticky tack foul calls and uh, the kind of calls that you see that determine the milieu of a game, so to speak. You know what I mean? 
I just think it's it's if you decentralize and you bring more an objective viewpoint into it. I think it'll solve some of these issues that Donnie is talking about. I'm all about decentralizing. I bought Bitcoin. I'm <laughs> I'm there. I just think it's not they're not ready for a full decentralization yet. You need I'm the, not saying that. You're not hearing me. No, and I also don't think right now you just it's not the same as being there. Being there is uh, being better. There's, being there's I think they need to have massive backup in Secaucus. That's being, like you're wrong, you're right. Being but, there being there is 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 completely I think overrated. Obviously refs have to be there. Obviously they got to make calls on the floor. I just think there's such variance in the way that the NBA is called. If more of that is centralized, which can be done through camera technology, through video technology, through instant communication with refs, I just think it would be better. Well, you know what would be better? If the players were robots, then we'd know if they got touched, you know, <laughs> then there would be like a sensors and yeah, we should just maybe it's already happened. Maybe, no, no, maybe. no. The players would need to be robots. That doesn't. Eh, that's not how. I it mean, works. that would be better. You would just have to have. No, 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 no. More accurate. No, no. You would just have to have uh, AI reviewing the footage in real time. AI don't know shit. Oh, we'll see about that. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think uh, you know. Just kidding, AI. <laughs> if you wake yeah, up, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, we love you. But it's just to me, I don't know. It's just dumb. I think there's a different way to do officiating, and the answer is not to get rid of replay. Replay actually holds those individuals responsible. If anything, there should be more fucking replay. Everything should be replay. I know. It just should be Let's faster. Let's replay everything. Way faster. Exactly. Exactly. Streamline that shit. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, other than that, what else do you have to contribute on this subject? Of... What subject are we? Conspiracies? AI? What are you talking about? <laughs> Will we ever find truth? I don't nah. know. I don't know. Um, Tommy, where are we at with this right now? 50. 50? 50's pretty good. 50's a good number. I think I think we can call it there. Any You had any NBA notes? Uh, I mean, we could talk about possible trades. Cause, we uh, can do trades real quick. Um, but just just to wrap up this whole little Patriots fucking thing. Um. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're cheaters. I think Bill Belichick. It's equally as likely that he's, uh, you know, used signals to his advantage throughout his career, as it is that he's the greatest defensive coach of all time. And uh, and as far as the NFL goes right now, uh, we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna see. Right now, teams are still kind of figuring out where they are. The Ravens look good. Everyone's shitting on the Patriots, but we know it's gonna be the Patriots at the end. You know, so we'll see. Probably. We shall see. Who's your, who are your trade targets right now? Well, I mean, Kevin Love's being thrown around out there a whole lot. But who can help Kevin Love? Who can help Kevin Love? Or, or who, who can Kevin Love help? He can help. He can help people. He could help. Dude, what about a reverse of the old uh, Cleveland trade? Wiggins for Love. <laughs> Send him back. <laughs> I mean, That's it would make good. both teams better. That's actually pretty good. Straight up, you could do it. And uh, Cleveland gets younger. Minnesota makes that playoff push. Well, that actually works because the hard part about trading Love is he has three years left and ninety million dollars on his contract. Yeah, you know, which is like, uh, it's like hard kind of to fit that in. I mean, the obvious targets I've been talking about so far are the Trailblazers. I don't think that works. They don't have. Well, they don't have any pieces. They're not going to give up. They don't have pieces, but what they do have is an expiring contract. In yeah, but their defense is going to be so. It's already bad. It's going to be horrible. If they, <laughs> they can trade, one. they can trade Whiteside, basically. Yeah, you can give Whiteside, and I don't know where their picks are. They can trade Whiteside and a pick, and yeah. and Cleveland could get off of it. The Nuggets for Millsap. I don't see it. Millsap's probably better for the Nuggets. Maybe, but he's old. What about Sacramento? Sacramento's Bogdan not bad. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Sacramento's not bad. 
Or what about this? The Ooh. Los Angeles Lakers. No, they have nothing to give. They they have nothing to give. Well, what is what Cleveland trying KCP? to? What is Cleveland trying to? Accomplish? I don't think they have draft picks. I don't. They don't have no young talent besides Kuzma. They, well, you know the tough part about trading Kevin Love is they may not be able to get stuff for him. Kuzma, though. I mean, what if they did trade Kuzma in a money, whoever, whatever money? They I need. wouldn't trade Kuzma for him. But you know, it the the nature of the league may just be they want to get off that contract. What about? So they may not be able to get a lot of assets back. What about the Warriors? <laughs> Stack for next year. This is for next year. Trade D'Angelo well, Russell. I mean, the he thing is, the the Cavs don't really need another guard. They got all these. I would rather have Russell than Love if I was them. Love doesn't play enough. He's got to be kind of, I don't know, in a very particular situation. You know. Actually, I think my favorite one would be the Washington Wizards. What about the Heat? The Heat's a good one. The Heat is a good the one. The Heat's a good one. The heat, I feel like they have pace, pieces they can put around that too. They do, but do they want to? You give up Justice Winslow for Kevin Love? For 31-year-old sure. Kevin Love? Fuck Justice Winslow, dude. I don't know, man. He plays D. Fuck Justice Play Winslow. Makes. He's okay. He's all, he's right. all right. He's a good. He's like a solid rotational player. He's a good fifth guy on a team, you know? Yeah. Sixth guy on a team, maybe. But the Wizards, next year, they could have John Wall, Bradley Bill, Kevin Love. It's not a bad trio in the East. What's that? 50 wins? And I just want you to know, Never to listen to this man's look at Doncic's opinion. Tommy, do we have a live question of the week? I'm curious. Uh, your thoughts on the new Star Wars. Are you Are you going to see it? You know? <laughs> Tommy, why are you doing this to me? I'm sorry. I'm trying to get out of here <laughs> right now, and you just got to fucking go Al-Qaeda and blow some <laughs> shit up. Why are you going to say this shit, bro? I definitely did not hate watch a Ryan Johnson video yesterday. <laughs> you know what this dumb motherfucker is out there saying? This dumb motherfucker. You know what this dumb motherfucker is out there saying? What's this dumb motherfucker saying? Uh, Somebody's somebody's asking about the criticisms of The Last Jedi. He's like, oh my God. Can you imagine? The older films would have gotten gotten so much hate these days. He goes, Empire totally would have gotten roasted these days. He said, Empire totally would. And he goes, goes, "It it was very mixed acceptance at the time, which is such bullshit. That's like Trump level lying. It was universally uh, well-regarded, universally well-reviewed, uh, made the most money of any movie that year by five times a factor of the second movie, won the People's <laughs> Choice Award that year. It is regarded as one of the most beloved films front to back of all time. This motherfucker is a liar. Ryan Johnson should work as fucking uh, take Stephanie Grisham's job at the goddamn podium in that non-existent press office. Go ahead. Do you have anything to say on this? No, he doesn't don't. have anything to say. So I'll suddenly say, no, I'm not going to see. What's the name of the shitty movie? Uh, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ryan Johnson. If Ryan Johnson, uh, Ryan Johnson pretty much ruined the best character in the history of popular culture. And that's what I have to say about Ryan Johnson. He's a piece of shit. Jar Jar Banks? He sucks. Yes, he ruined Jar Jar Banks. Fuck. You know? You just ruined it, bro. That sucks. Tommy, what specifically do you want to know? Ask me questions. Oh, 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 about the Star Wars? Yeah. I'm just curious. I'm going to go see it, and I'm just hoping that... I'm not going to go see it. Abrams can somehow... He's not. ...repair. He's not. He's not. I'm over it. The question <laughs> is, how do you fix the franchise? Because you know what Ryan Johnson did? He's He not only uh, fucked Luke Skywalker, he fucked the entire Star Wars franchise. 
Yeah. You know, you got to have people who have a deep and abiding love for properties like that if they're gonna if they're gonna make it. And and when when you don't have that, you end up with pieces of shit like that fucking Dragon Ball Z movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have that people, Avatar movie. You had to have or the Mario movie. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Mario has got a dope though. Uh, with yeah, the little Koopa heads, right. uh, Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. That's that. That would kind of that would kind of got a spot in my heart. Yeah, but they definitely betrayed Mario's oh, true for nature. Sure. Yeah, for sure, it's not fair. But there's not like a story to Mario, <laughs> you know? Yeah, there there is, but what? Who's is, who's willing to tell it? <laughs> <laughs> Who is willing to tell? I think we should leave it there. What do you think? I like it. I like it. Let's okay, do it. right there. Thanks, guys. Um, we should have some fun stuff in the future. Uh, burn down all systemic structures um, and I'll see you in the streets let's fucking riot